Good morning. It's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Dick. And uh, this morning we're joined by Nielsville boys basketball head coach John, or, uh, Mike Geyer. We had, <laughs> we had his dad in here a couple yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> Get the right one here. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming in. Uh, heading up the boys basketball team again this year. It's going to have a little bit of a different look. You had that graduation bug hit you. Yeah. After last year. Yeah, we lost a lot of good kids. Uh, a lot of kids that committed a lot to our program. Uh, kind of changed the culture of our program here in Nielsville. Uh, won a lot of championships that uh, haven't been had in Nielsville boys basketball for a while. And uh, a lot of credit to those uh, four young men uh, who graduated last year and uh, the commitment they gave myself and the program and, and just the community of Nielsville. Uh, they'll be sorely missed and they have great futures ahead of them. So we're very excited for those guys. Guys. One guy back as a starter from last year's team. Uh, another guy that did get a lot of time uh, in Drew Brown uh, is probably one of the better sixth men uh, in the uh, in the conference last year. Uh, how do you see this team now this year with that one starter coming back? Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of leadership falls onto Braden this year, um, and that's been a big learning curve. You know, with not with not being able to play nearly as much summer ball as we did. You know, summer's the time when we established the new roles of the new team. And this year especially, that was important, and we didn't get it. Uh, I talked to Dwayne King a lot and said, you know, if this, if this pandemic would have hit last summer, it wouldn't have been as big a deal because we had guys yeah. back that were really in the same roles as they have yeah. been for the last few years. Uh, so there wasn't really much, uh, you know, a lot of coaching that needed to be done last year. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of, uh, uh, of a lot of new roles that needed to be established except for Andrew Brown uh, coming in last year and just adding what he could add. Um, but this year we really needed that and we didn't get a whole lot of it so it's really been a uh, baptism by fire for Braden as far as you're the guy you're the new leader um, and we've had some bumps in the roads with that uh, some frustrations as any 17 year old boy <laughs> would have trying to carry a whole new group of kids uh, that he's never played with before you know we only have two right. seniors so these are all new kids for Braden to play with um, but uh, you know we Caught me on a good uh, day. We've had nice days of practice here uh, this week. And uh, so very proud of how Braden's handling that. He's really matured into a guy that uh, can channel his frustration and get out of his own head of being frustrated and really think about, you know, if I say, if I correct this kid in a certain tone, that's really going to shut him down. Uh, so he's really taken it upon himself to learn uh, each kid and what makes them tick and what makes them shut down. And, and he's been really a positive leader, especially this week in practice leading into our first game. And uh, can't say enough about his maturity and growth over the last year uh, from really being that number two guy that uh, Alex made his life pretty easy uh, as far as getting him open. Alex took a lot of the defensive pressure off him. And, and now it's all on Braden. And uh, he's going to have to handle that along with getting his teammates better. And a lot of pressure on that young man this year. And uh, I think he's up for the task. He seems excited this week. And uh, we're just, I'm just excited to see him grow. I thought, you know, during football season, I thought he matured tremendously mm -hmm. from his junior season. Just mm -hmm. how he conducted himself on the field and everything. It just seemed like a whole different kid from his junior to his senior year this last year. Yeah, you know, speaking of, we, we brought that, uh, we talked about some football just recently with Braden in the game that he couldn't play, uh, that he pulled his hamstring or whatever he did with his mm -hmm. hamstring. Yep. Um, and the way he was acting on the sideline as far as putting his arm around kids and really yeah. 
taking the time to teach and show him what's open and seeing what he sees. Uh, we really talked about that, and uh, I tried to make him understand that, you know, the, the game is easy to look at when you're not standing in the fire. Uh, when he could be on the sideline and kind of take that outsider's look. He's such an intelligent kid, and he's got such savvy for all sports. Mm -hmm. um, and he was able to really get out of the fire that game and really put on a coaching hat and see what it's like to be outside the fire, and really the game just opens up for him. And I said, you know, the best players, when you look at LeBron James, James Harden, uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, those really great leaders, they, are, they have the ability to slow the game down to a point where the game really is is so slow and, and easy for those guys to understand that it's really not being in a fire for them. So mm -hmm. they can take the time to really worry about everybody else because the game's so easy for them. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to get Braden to understand this year. And he's really starting to get that. Um, and, and I've just been really proud of him this week on how he's doing that. So right. Now what about the rest uh, of the team now? How is there any concerns that you see heading into that first game on Friday? Well, just just concern. Never never a concern about effort. I think since I've been here uh, with the boys, I've never had a question of anyone's effort. I think there's just a standard that they know if their effort's not at 100%, they're just simply not going to be playing with me. Um, and so effort's not a not a not a challenge. The the only challenge is just the uh, we talked about at practice uh, this week is the fear, the anxiety, um, the the just. Um, kind of swimming, drowning emotions that you have when you're in a competitive <laughs> game and you're not 100% confident in yourself because it's all new. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I think, to be honest with you, I think the lack of a lot of fans in the in the stands is going to help uh, our, our kids not be yeah. so panicky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, not having student sections that are giving them heck <laughs> yeah. and, right. and things like that. I think... Yeah. Uh, I think that'll actually help our kids not be so drowning in their emotions. Mm. Um, and just, you know, you know, I'm excited to see, we talked about at practice, uh, that uh, really I'm excited to see how, you know, for two weeks we've put on the same uniforms and, and uh, practiced against one another, and it's kind of a friendly competition uh, for spots. But now I'm, I'm excited to see how these kids mesh together when another team puts on their uniforms and all 11 of our guys put on the Warrior jerseys and kind of see how we respond to that. When that team puts on their uniforms all together and they're coming out to try to beat us, um, how are we going to respond to that? Are we going to bond together and kind of fight as a team, or, or are we going to get in our own heads and worry about ourselves? Uh, and that's what we really preach in our program is doing everything together. We struggle together. We succeed together. Uh, we, we, uh, we share our emotions. So I'm, I'm excited to see us do that as a team, and a, really a team that hasn't played together at all. Uh, so I'm excited to see that mesh on Friday and, and really help those kids through that. Uh, so really the only concern I have is just the inexperience experience of the moment. Uh, these kids are all um, capable basketball players. They all, uh, now after these first couple weeks, they all understand what we're trying to do as a program this year, which looks a little different. Um, but but so, so basketball aside, it's just how they handle the moment um, and, and working kids through that moment. But that's, that's kind of what's exciting for me as a coach um, in the fact that I didn't have to do that the last couple of years. Right. I, yeah. I, I, I said, I, I told people today that I've done more coaching in the last two weeks than I did all last year. You know, last year was just kind of getting the kids pumped up and yeah. ready to play. And, yeah. and, hey, we might need to pass the ball more than twice this time because everyone wanted to score. So, you know, their yeah. excitement to play basketball is always there. And these, these kids are, are new and 
need to learn basketball and learn our program. And, and so that's exciting for me as a coach. And, and that's why we get into this stuff, so we can help kids learn and grow as, pay, as people and athletes. And, and it's been an exciting growth period even in these first two weeks. Uh, and I'm excited to, to see how we respond on Friday. Yeah. It looks, you know, you look at the roster, it looks like you got a really bunch of good kids all meshed together also. Yes. You, you know, know, practices have been focused. Uh, they've been uh, they've been solid energy. These kids get along real well. Yep. Um, you know, Braden, Braden was concerned coming into this because a lot of these kids are a lot younger than him. Yep. And, uh, you know, I told him, uh, you know, some of the things you got to jump into is sometimes you have to be that uh, you have to be that line that they know between immaturity and seriousness. And some of these kids, these young kids, you know, we got some freshmen, we got a freshman playing, a lot of sophomores playing, mm -hmm. and a lot of juniors that never played. So they want to be goofy, they want to be uh, funny. And this is Braden's last hurrah, so yeah. he's real serious. Yeah. And so he's got to sometimes jump into that goofiness to maintain the <laughs> the uh, energy. Yeah. Uh, but he also has to be able to pull them into serious mode when they need to. So it's been a good mix of kids, yeah. But I think, you know, too, that's where I think Andrew Brown comes in, too. You know, here's a kid who played with all the seniors last year. Now he's your bridge as a sophomore with the younger class. You know, I think he could be a nice leadership role for him also. So. Yes, it's been a good thing for, for Drew. Uh, we talked, uh, I sat him down on Tuesday. Uh, Drew Drew had a rough uh, week that first week of practice because um, I started saying his name more in practice than I ever have before, and he said that. <laughs> all I hear is you saying Drew. That's all you talk about. And uh, so I sat him down on Tuesday, and I said that was kind of my fault for not uh, uh, kind of uh, previewing that form or, or, or giving it anticipate it for him to anticipate that. Um, but what we talked about was last year, Drew, you got to come in and kind of be the added benefit. Um, we didn't we didn't lean on you uh, to make the huge plays. We didn't lean on you to create a lot of our offense. You were just kind of some added benefit, and his yeah. talent was a huge added benefit. Uh, but you know, last year the name out of my mouth a lot was Alex uh, because our offense ran and, and died uh, with Alex. Yeah. So it was a lot of come on Alex, let's go Alex, do this Alex. <laughs> uh, and now that name turns to Drew, and he was kind of confused with that. You know, does Coach Geyer not like me anymore? So we had to talk about that. He understood it. Uh, we've come to an agreement, and, and again, just a kid that has all the best intentions of being a competitor, yeah. being a leader, uh, and he's stepped up this week, too, and just uh, been very proud of Drew. Judy Linder always said if she didn't yell at you a lot, you weren't uh, you weren't the player that she was looking at. Right, yeah, better. exactly. So, yeah, if you yeah. yell that a lot, that's a good thing. Yeah, if you're a coach, if the coach is ignoring you, they uh, don't <laughs> probably expect a lot. really don't have a lot of plans yeah. for you <laughs> if you're ignoring you right. early. Yeah. So. so you want to hear your name out yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> Not to give too much away uh, as far as what you're going to be doing this season, but it's going to be, you mentioned, just touched on a little bit, it's going to be a new look for this team. I know the past few years it's been, uh, I guess if you're looking from my point of view out, it was kind of a run and gun shoot yeah, fast paced fast paced yeah. game is that gonna stay that way now with this younger group or yeah. inexperienced yeah i mean uh you know i think it's a it's going to be a balance and uh it's going to be a balance um kind of in secrecy i'm going to tell the kids that we want to play fast because that's what kids want to do <laughs> yeah. but in all reality we put things in that kind of slow them down uh just strategically um so they think they're playing fast but really they're taking their time and making the right shots i think um you know as far as what i relate it to is um kind of going back to bo ryan's badgers uh with with sam decker frank kaminsky and those guys um he you know the badgers have always said there that it's a slow-paced team that's kind of been their thing 
thing. Um, but Bo Ryan, you know, he said, you know, we don't try to play slow. If if we can beat mm-hmm. you down in transition and get an easy bucket, we're going to take it. It's not like we're yeah. not trying to do that. But once we don't get an easy bucket, we're just not going to take dumb shots. We're going right. to work yeah. uh, to get good shots. And I think a lot of uh, what you saw in Run and Gun last year is we had so many kids that wanted to shoot the ball that – there was no bad shots. You know, they, they, everything was a good shot for those yeah. guys. Um, <laughs> a and lot they of thought open it was. shots. A lot and of open it, shots. Right. Too, and, you know? and we always talked last year when you had the benefit of Joe Ketcher getting most of your misses, yeah. uh, we can shoot pretty yeah. freely. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. those guys didn't have any, any yeah. uh, conscious out there shooting. And so this year it'll be, it'll be we're, you know, we're obviously going to try to get those runouts and, and try to get some easy buckets because that's what's going to help us. Um, and, of course, of course, Braden Trunkle's going to have a green light because uh, I think I'd be them not to give him <laughs> yep. a green light uh, the way he shoots the rock yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think you're going to see some kids this year uh, kind of turn down a good shot to look for a great shot um, which might have been which might have looked a little different last year because again we had six kids last year that thought everything was a great shot right. inside half exactly. court yeah. uh, so so the, uh, you know it's just a different bunch of kids to coach and yeah. you'll see uh, you'll see kids like Tegan Dillenbeck and Alex Roman and Bryce Erickson and you'll see those guys um be open and where Monty Diesler would have pulled it, they might pull it down and try to look for a better yeah. shot. Uh, so just, you know, what they're comfortable with, and maybe yeah. by the end of the season they'll get hot and they'll be comfortable with that. But, uh, you know, the freedom's there uh, if they want to take it, but I think they understand their role. And um, we know that Braden catching the ball and he better get some touches yeah. on most possessions and Drew better get some touches on most possessions. Um, and it's it's just more fun for those guys. I think Braden and Drew are, are much more willing to give up the ball this year because they they know they'll get it back, yeah. uh, and that's just good team play. And uh, they're they're excited for their teammates to get them open and get them the ball in in scoring positions. And so I think you'll see some some running. We want to go, uh, but also some some discipline as far as uh, what's a good shot, what's a great shot. Stratford, you start off with on Friday, another team that's going to be a whole new look yeah. as to what. They were from last year. Uh, yeah. How do you see that matchup with them this year? Yeah, I don't. I don't think the game film from last year gives us much help because <laughs> no. there, there wasn't. A, I don't think any any player on the floor is going to be similar. No, I think, uh, as I far think as that was sides. a huge. Well, of course, they had a tremendous senior class in all sports last year. Yeah, yeah. tremendous yeah. senior yeah. class, yeah. and you know, you know that. I think uh, Stratford's a, Stratford's a school that's. Uh, that's very rich in in winning uh, in yeah. all sports and right. all levels. And uh, last year, last year I know that they were undefeated at every single level of basketball. Their JV mm-hmm. never lost a game. Their C team never lost a game. Uh, so winning's what they do over there. Right. So you these know. kids are going to come in and and they're not going to be uh, thinking that they want to take a step back. Uh, they're mm-hmm. going to want to continue the yeah. the winning tradition over there. Uh, they got a lot of good kids. I know Stratford's kind of a booming community right now as far mm-hmm. as getting really good families moving in there and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so they're in a good spot right now. So yeah. I'm excited to see what they have. Uh, again, I don't know much of a scouting report. I know they have some good guard play, some depth in the guard position. As always, they're going to have good athletes. Um, I don't think they'll have the dominant size that they had oh, last year, which yeah. really killed us. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they're going to be big, strong kids yeah. over there that know how to play basketball and uh, take care of the ball and, and be disciplined. Uh, they do a good job over there with their program. So it'll be an interesting yeah. match. Again, two teams putting on new jerseys and seeing, uh, uh, trying to beat one another, and it'll be an exciting time to see who steps up. Yeah, the Ben Martins and the Vaughn Brights, they don't come around that often. (laughs) They don't come around, right, yeah. Again, you talk about Joe Ketcher making it easy to shoot, Ben Barton makes it even easier because he gets every rebound. So, yeah, that's uh, it makes it easy to play when you got those guys. What do you see as the key to your success coming into this game, the first one of the year? 
Uh, well, we talked about, you know, basketball always comes down to two simple things, rebounding and taking care of the ball. And uh, we worked on a press break uh, at practice uh, just recently. And uh, it, it, that was funny because for the last three years, we didn't have a press break. Uh, Alec King was our press break. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you saw against Altoona last year where uh, it was simply give Alex the ball and go. That made me look like a pretty good coach sometimes because our press break always worked. Yeah. Uh, and it was just give the ball to Alex and get out of the way. Well, yeah, and then he found the players. He had six two. He had such such court vision. You yeah, know, that was that. That's and what ball I thought. Handling skills. And right. Ball, I always right. thought that was it was so right. neat to watch him play. With, and then uh, with, and then a ton of shooters to space the yeah. floor and Joe to get rebounds yeah. And, yeah. and get layups at the other end. Right. So you know that was that was kind of an easy thing for me this year. We had to work on a press break and and we talked to the kids and said this will be our Achilles heel if we can't mm -hmm. take care of the ball and we can't get shots up. Then uh, we're going to be in trouble. Um, again, losing Joe, who's going to pick up those rebounds, right. uh, those that nastiness that we need. Um, those are going to be two concerns that, that who's going to step up and do that? I think Andrew Brown and Braden Trunkel uh, got a lot of easy shots last year uh, running out, uh, kind of cherry picking uh, on some shots, and Alex would get the rebound and chuck it down to him for some uncontested layups. Uh, but they're going to have to get in the mix and rebound for us this year as two mm -hmm. premier athletes for us. Uh, so that's going to be some questions there. And then just uh, key to success, I think, is always – we talked uh, at practice this week about simply we need to understand that uh, we can never give up. We can never uh, we we might lose a game. We might uh, look really bad one night, but we can never let that kill our season. We need to understand that. Um, you know, I go back to my first year. We went from a from an average to below average team to start the season to a regional champion team uh, yeah. in in one year. And mm -hmm. I said, not a lot of programs have the ability to do that, mm -hmm. and we do. So so staying connected, staying together, uh, failing together, succeeding together, like I said, and just never giving up on one another and continuing to come to grind every work, every week in practice. Uh, you know, again, we we won the conference last year, but I would have gladly given that conference championship up to win a regional championship yeah. to play another game with those guys. Yeah. Uh, so that's always the goal is to to you know to extend the season is to play as long as we can. So, you know, we know that the end of the year, playoff time, that's when we want to be at our best. Um, so not letting little bumps in the road, which we'll undoubtedly have as a young team, not letting those bumps in the road uh, just kind of kill our season. So staying connected, staying together, and getting better every day. Yeah, these young guys got to realize, you know, in early season, there's going to be some problems early season. Yeah. You know, because there's some teams out there that got more experience than you. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, but by January, February, hopefully, you know, there's enough athleticism and stuff. These guys come yeah. around and get hot at tournament time. Yep. So, yep. well, and it's not, cool. not just inexperience of basketball, but COVID-19 is out there. Oh, yeah, right. absolutely. Too, so yep. you never know what's going to happen. Right, right. That. Yeah, yeah we, we, we talked about that as a coaching staff is that, you know, we could – we could get everything in we need and have to take a two-week shutdown, and yeah. Uh, yeah. kids will forget everything we taught them in two we weeks. Yeah. So yeah, then right. we'll, have to, we'll have to start right back from scratch. Easily. But, uh, you know, everyone's in that same situation, and uh, you just kind of do your best to follow the guidelines and do what we need to do and, uh, and kind of take it from there. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad that, that our school district is giving these kids a chance to play. Um, you know, I've seen this year – uh, you know, they talk about the mental health of, of high school students, yeah. and, and some of them need sports. They, yeah. they, you know, that's important for some kids. Psychological. Um, you know, and, and I've seen days in practice this year where 
these kids are kind of down more than I've ever seen them before. And it's kind of a weird thing. And, and we talk about it. Uh, and, and then they kind of get kind of snap out of it and remember, Hey, we're getting to play. Uh, whereas, you know, mm-hmm. some of our near communities, uh, I know a lot of black river kids, they're not playing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd love to be playing. So, uh, we tell our kids how, how precious every practice, every moment together is because you never know this year. And we want to, we want to take every yeah. advantage of it. So. Take every practice and every game. Like yeah. it's, like it's the last, all could be. You don't yeah. want you don't want it to be like <laughs> right. that. But yeah. yeah, you hate to say Almost it, but you know, like I said, Larry and I talked about you know last March, we did a sectional final for Thorpe uh, semifinal. Yeah, and the next morning it was all over. Everything yeah. was done. Everything was yeah. done the next morning. So yeah, I think listening to uh, Kurt Schmidt in in Stratford uh, talk about when they learned about the the end of the season uh and his son came down and told him you know i'm sorry dad i wanted to get you to state and uh i mean that's one of the most heartbreaking stories i've heard and and talk about great people nice kids nice nice coach yeah Uh, they do everything right and uh you know these things can't happen but uh you know it's a test of your character and and seeing how kids get through this but uh yeah Yeah. some really heartbreaking moments oh yeah absolutely so so now the upcoming conference season uh, i think dick touched on a little bit that there are some other teams that have have uh, kids coming back. How do you see that conference shaping up? I know you guys won it last year. Uh, Columbus Catholic is always up there, it seems like, every year. Uh, yeah. How does it look this year, do you think? Yeah, you know, uh, the first team that comes to mind as far as you say experience is Greenwood. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of, lot of good kids there. Uh, yeah. Those kids come over and play morning basketball before COVID hit. Yeah. Uh, so I know all those kids real well. They're yeah. really nice kids. They're great kids. They like to play. Uh, and they have, fun, they have fun together. They have fun mm. playing together. So, yeah. you know, if they can put it together and, and stay healthy, and, uh, you know, they, they have a lot of talent over there to do some damage. Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited to see what they do because uh, – uh, those kids are deserving of a nice season. Um, and then, obviously, Columbus you look at, and uh, Joe's Joe Knichny's, uh son is up there as a freshman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of inexperience, but uh, yeah. I kind of feel like when you're a coach's son, yeah. uh, well, you're more experienced than most uh, being around the program. <laughs> well, that, you know, you got Ron Wilchuck's son, too. The right. Girl, the girls' yeah. basketball yeah. coach, yeah. Sam. A lot, Sam lot Wilchuck, of good kids you know, there. So, um, yeah, and, they, and they bring a lot back. They lost one kid yeah. uh, who was real nice, and the yeah. Nystrom kid. Um, but they gain, a lot, they gain a lot of experience coming back. Yeah. Back, plus, yeah. they add the talent of of, of yeah. Joe's no son, son yep. who is very nice. Yeah, Stratton uh, so, was a nice point guard, and, and yep. Jacobson is a heck of an athlete. Yeah. So. Yep. So they got they'll have a nice team, and obviously Joe does a very nice job. Yeah. They all know how to play over there. So uh, those two teams come to mind real well. Uh, interesting story in the in the conference is. Uh, uh, Bryce DeSmet is my new JV coach, right. and he's his doing just a wonderful job. And his co- his brother's the head coach at Loyal, so I think we'll have a friendly family rivalry <laughs> and there. They, and they come um, out of the Columbus Columbus Catholic program, didn't they? They both came from Columbus, uh, yeah. and, so, yeah. and, uh, and Bryce and Bryce spent some time uh, as a C team coach in Columbus, yeah. and then he was a middle school coach at Spash mm-hmm. uh, for the Spash program. And Brandon spent time as an assistant coach in the high school at Spash. Yeah. Uh, he was part of those uh, Trevor Anderson oh, and, oh, and sure. the uh, the Hauser boys uh, yeah. over there. Yeah. Um, so probably a little bit different look coming to Loyal yeah. from, from from the Anderson <laughs> and the, but uh, you know he I think he's uh, wondering where 
where the 610 kids are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in the Cloverbelt East, you're not yeah. finding many. Yeah. So he Dude, had a little wake up Sam, call. But Sam uh, Hauser has no relatives yeah, he's in not Loyal. In Loyal. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. He's not in our conference. So, uh, but he'll do. A, I'm sure he'll do a fantastic yeah. job. Uh, you know, a, a credit to Joe in mm. what he does in, in establishing a love for the game to yeah. kids and and really yeah. teaching kids how to know the game and 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 it'll be a good thing. Uh, they're great. The Desmet boys are mm. are really nice people and. Uh, it'll be a fun, friendly rivalry, yeah. and you know we branch out and get to know more people around the conference. Yeah. It'll be fun. And you get loyal uh, already on Monday. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we go Friday, Monday. Uh, yeah. Again, there's another thing with the season is we'll have three games a week. We'll yeah. have uh, – I think there's a time in our schedule where we play – we go to Columbus on Friday and they come to us on Monday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Back to back. So yeah. we get two days break yeah, and we play them right the back to back. That, I thought that was crazy. Yeah, wow. uh, <laughs> and we have – I mean, we have – we didn't lose a game at home last year. Uh, yeah. We were undefeated at home last year. We have one home game from now until January 18th, I think. We don't oh, play wow. at home. Kind of opposite uh, of what the girls were last year right that's so, how the girls yeah so we don't have year. any home games yeah. hardly we play eight total i think at home uh and again fans are going to be sparse as it is yeah. and uh it's just going to be different uh but it, but you know we get to play and um Braden, i think is two points away from a thousand yep uh, i took him out of that last game he wasn't very happy with me but uh, <laughs> i told him that's that wasn't the stage we wanted to finish that on either so he, he tried, he's excited he to tried get like too. he tried like crazy there I for a while him, <laughs> i gave him a minute and he got enough shots up in that minute i think uh, so <laughs> he had his opportunities well, and, you know, uh, and i think and i can show him a couple missed free throws he had throughout yeah, his career and, too you so. know you talk about this COVID thing and and the privilege of playing oh it wouldn't have been just terrible for a kid to finish his career at 998 points. I would have felt yeah. awful uh, yeah. taking yeah. him out. But, again, you know, people. I, I told people that I would just be – I would be in a bad place if that happened, poor kid. But you know, yeah. how do you how do you know how, how do you, you anticipate yeah. Right. Yeah. something that's never happened right. before? Yeah. So you know, yeah. that's that's a unique thing. But uh, he's excited to try to give it a shot, and yeah. uh, we'll see how that goes. So, yeah. all right. So the season gets underway Friday. Uh, home and home, home and home series. I don't know. I think I've ever heard of that in high school. Where you home and home series? Where you get the back to back? Oh right, like you said yes. about Columbus. Yeah, like Columbus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the girls I think have that. Yeah, not like yeah, long time school. No. It's it's weird. So yeah, uh, the NBA. But I just yeah. talked to Matt Diesler today, and he was getting tickets ready uh, for our kids to get hand out to their parents and things like that. And and he talked about home tickets, and he's like, "Well, geez, you don't have any home games. Who did your schedule?" I, said, <laughs> yeah. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Who's, who's the athletic director? Yeah, around who is here? that AD over yeah, there? He's having a heck of a year. Yeah, I told him he's earning his paycheck this year being the AD. I don't think if he had the choice again, he'd chose to take that. (laughs) Tickets, I think it's it's four per household now. Yeah, it's it's going to be different. I think uh, where you go. I think uh, at Stratford, at Stratford, we're getting four tickets per player, but only two for coaches. Um, At Spencer, the girls are only getting two per yes. player and coach. Okay. Um, so it's going to be different. I think if there's families that have some split parents, I think they'll make some exceptions to give those people mm-hmm. four tickets uh, so every so, you know all the mm-hmm. parents can come watch play, right. but it'll be it'll be a it'll be a weird thing yeah. uh, as far as who's going to be able to come and and again, we have I just got a spreadsheet that I had to fill out of every player's name uh, before kids get on a bus, we have to take their temperature, write down their temperature. We have to take oh, wow. that to the game and have a have a COVID <sighs> checklist of symptoms. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, we have to present that to the to the host school, and wow. uh, we just have to have those on records at all times and who's there. Uh, every practice, we have to take attendance and see who's been within six feet of people. I mean, just a lot to be aware of as as everything. And um, but you know, you, you're happy to do it to give the kids the opportunity yeah. to play. So. Yeah. As they say, that's 2020 this year. Yeah, so. that's 2020. Yeah. Anything can happen. I mean, yeah, when I was doing the schedule, I was inputting it into our system, uh, our film system, and I said, "Oh my goodness, it feels so good to write 2021." When I yeah. was filling out the, yeah. it just felt so good. I to got put my a one first 2021 that. calendar the other day. I was never so happy yeah. in my life. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's boys basketball. Uh, girls basketball uh, did get underway. Uh, Nielsville still waiting to get their season yeah. underway. I think they get started tonight. Yep. They're going to be yeah, Spencer. at Spencer. Yeah, Spencer's already got a couple of games under their belt. They yeah. uh, opened up against Loyal. Loyal beat them at least sixty to forty. But then the other night, Spencer beat Owen Withy. So yep, yeah. So, so it'll so. be interesting to see how uh, the yeah. Nielsville girls right uh, get their season underway. You know, I, I was going to ask you as a coach. Um, the long period of just practicing, I mean, how does that work on a team uh, to get them ready for a season? You know, you're you're hoping to get it ready, and then teams cancel, so then you got to wait another week or so to get ready again. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. got to wear on a team to just practice and practice and practice. It does, and you know, last year's team would have been going crazy by right. now, not mm -hmm. having a game. Uh, but the lucky thing about this year is, you know, we were playing for spots this two weeks in practice. Right. Uh, so kids were had a, had a different level of commitment. I think Braden had some days where he was pretty bored um, because he's ready to go against <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah, else. Right, um, right. So he he expressed that that oh, I'm getting bored. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, we we had the unique opportunity to be you know we had a we had a number four and five spot in our starting lineup to fight for yeah. uh, we had kids playing for that so uh, you know we're, we're kind of wind that down but that gave some kids some extra oomph in practice and uh, but yeah definitely the kids like Braden and those guys get a little bored and again last year having last year's team for two weeks of practice I would have gone crazy we probably would have <laughs> taken a day off yeah, or yeah. two so uh, but yeah these kids have been good about it so. all right uh, let's see Wisconsin Badgers uh, basketball team three and zero on the season. Yeah, they're looking pretty good. They're Ranked fourth in the country right now, and yeah, uh, yeah not beat Green Bay the other night by I forty. Seen that, I seen that fourth ranking. You think that's a little high? Or, I thought so. Or are they worthy <laughs> of that number four? That's that may be a little high, but uh, <laughs> I, I see some pretty good teams out they, there. Yeah. The Big Ten is is kind of crazy. Yeah, they, yeah. they've got a game with Marquette Saturday, and I think that'll tell a lot more. That's going to be the best team on their schedule so so far. So, so far, yeah, yeah you know. So yeah. I and then I, I believe they're playing Louisville in the ACC and mm -hmm. a Big Ten Challenge. Next week, so, yeah. But yeah, I think I I thought fourth was awful high, but uh, considering who knows? Uh, when you got Gonzaga and Baylor and the teams like that, yeah. up at the top, yeah. I don't think yeah. Wisconsin's in the league with those teams. Right. Yeah. Michigan no. State looks good. They yeah. just beat Duke. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so college basketball going on. College football. The Badgers pretty much out of the Big Ten Championship. I think I think games. everybody's going to be out of the Big Ten Championship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how they're going to work that because they uh, said at well, least six games. With uh, Minnesota giving up the game to Northwestern this weekend, Northwestern yeah. clinched the, the West. Pretty much the West, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Ohio State, it remains to be seen. You right. know, you know, you know, they they won more and they're out of the Big Ten championship game. So they're still in the playoff hunt, though. Yeah, the playoff game has the playoff has no minimum right. games. So yeah. So. 
So we'll see what happens there. Wisconsin, yeah. number 16 in that college football yeah. playoff ranking. Yeah. Uh, Pretty good game against Indiana this weekend. Yeah, though. that should be a good one. Yeah. Although it, Indiana doesn't have their starting quarterback. Yeah, but they say this kid that's backing them up, a transfer from Utah, is pretty good, though. So. Okay. Well, we'll but see what happens. I guess, you know, my comment, I mean, why wasn't he playing in the first place? But, <laughs> <laughs> but well, we'll that see. Kid, that kid they got playing was good. Yeah, that Penix was yeah. an excellent ball player. Uh, so. I, I wouldn't say there's anything yeah. wrong with him. Right. Uh, Bucks, they uh, released the season, uh, the schedule, at least for the first part. Yeah. Uh, I see they open up at Boston on December 23rd. Yeah, and then they've got a Christmas Day game against Golden State. Yeah, I saw that. Christmas that'll be Day. a good one. Yeah. 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 Steph, Steph Curry, how good he is yeah. coming back right. off so. his injury. Yeah, I think they, they start camp this week, I believe. Yep, they uh, kind then, of a not really full out until this weekend. Yeah, they just kind of yeah. gathered this Three week. preseason games, I believe. Yep, so. yep. that's so. all they have is three preseason. Just 72 games this year. So right. Ten less than yeah. normal year. Yeah. So. Um, you kind of mentioned it a little bit, Mike. Uh, your schedule is going to be condensed. Um, does that uh, do anything different as far as your practice schedule or anything like that as going into, like you said, you may have three games a week? Yeah, you know, it, it does because uh, we have to, you know, we try to be cognizant of hard days, soft days to keep kids' bodies uh, in check. Right. Uh, I think LeBron James actually just tweeted out how – Youth sports are are really wrecking kids' bodies before they get to a point of playing college basketball or even in the in professional. Oh, wow. uh, he talked about how many you know when when these kids start at a young age and they're going to five games a day uh, oh, at these tournaments. He right. talked about how much these kids' bodies wear down and how many you know when I was in middle school, I don't think I ever heard of anyone being hurt in in middle oh, school right basketball. Now, and now right. kids are getting hurt all the time, mm -hmm. and I think it's that's that exertion of so many things. And and so we try to be cognizant of having light days. Last year, uh, we actually did a lot of pool workouts to get kids off their joints and uh, in the pool and, and yeah. kind of getting some aerobic exercise without the pounding of running and doing those things. Uh, so we'll be cognizant of that. Uh, and we also, a WIA rule is we can't go seven straight days. We need to take that day off. Oh. So a lot of times we practice on Sundays, and Sundays usually is our shooting and weightlifting and things like that. Um, but we have some Saturday games. So if we play oh. Saturday, then we have to take Sunday off. So that's going to limit our, you know, everything's going to kind of be right. moved around right. a little bit. Uh, so as far as getting the same, uh, the same impact out of practices that we typically do in a season, we probably won't. We'll probably be in a struggle that way. Uh, so we'll have to make the most of it when we are there. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot less practices, so it'll just be uh, it'll be interesting, and, and the kids will have to stay focused, and we'll have to pack more in to a shorter amount of time. Wow. I was just thinking that NBA teams are probably going to have to do that same thing. Yeah, with, exactly. With a 72 game schedule yeah. instead of 82. Yep. Yeah, it'd be interesting if we see more of those uh, resting days that yeah. the Spurs <laughs> got in trouble <laughs> yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, you, you go to a game to watch LeBron James, James and he's and he, resting. Yeah, right. he's sitting uh, at the end of the bench and yeah, street so goals. I know the NBA was trying to – come up with something on yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but this year it'll be interesting because they yeah. are playing a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, some of those superstars that are worth yeah. a lot of money and, might want to rest. And LeBron was playing in October, you know, yeah. and now it, you know, it's barely right. December. And right. Well, you know, but he's he's just signed a two-year extension. I see that. Yeah. Million, yeah. So I think yeah. he's all right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Steelers, Steelers and Ravens finally got that game in yesterday. Yeah. And the Steelers won at 1914. Yeah, whoever dreamed a Wednesday afternoon football game. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Steelers are still undefeated, but you couldn't have it at night because of the Rockefeller tree. Yeah, they had to move <laughs> it to the daytime. Yeah, um, the Ravens have really, really. Well, broken. I mean, this week kind of with the COVID nineteen, yeah. but 
even before you know they're down on six and five you know and you look at you know Cleveland's uh, Pittsburgh's eleven and zero and and Cleveland's eight and three and there's a number of teams in the in the in the AFC that are ahead of them yeah you know, and. It's just not looking good for the Ravens. This and there year. was a lot of people that thought they would go undefeated this year. Yeah, that was the talk <laughs> in preseason. Now so. it's the Steelers. Yeah, could yeah. go undefeated. Yep, very, very easily actually. I think they got a game with Cleveland left for sure. So, but I don't know what they're scheduled other than. Well, it'll be a showdown for the playoffs with them in Kansas City. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Kansas City's looking very good. Also, you know, I, I I think Kansas City's better than Pittsburgh, but yeah. Yeah, I do too. Opinion. I do too. So well, I think Green Bay is better than all of them. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. An, an, offen- an offense. <laughs> yeah, they can't, they're going to have their test when they go against Tennessee. Yeah, yeah Derrick yeah. Henry might set the record for rushing yards at a game. Well, you know, I said, <laughs> yeah, I said, and then, you know, last Sunday night, the first play, Montgomery breaks one for fifty, and yeah. then, here we it's go like, again. Oh, you know, well, here but, we go. But uh, you know, the the offense settled down and really to put the Bears out of the game and so but uh got to be something done on defense there if they want to go any farther than where they usually do so yeah so. before we go out I want to touch a little bit on wrestling I know uh I talked to Matt Dietzler uh mm-hmm. athletic director in Nielsville and he said middle school might have a tough time even getting many matches, matches because a lot of schools are not even not even going it. to middle school um but in high school I know the Northern Badgers canceled yeah there are no big tournaments uh, no, normally this weekend they would be going up to Glenwood City oh, right. for a big dual team tournament. Uh, and then the weekend after would be uh, Eau Claire North. Those are all. You know, um, they're starting Monday night against Stanley Boyd Owen Withy, and right now everything on there till they get to conference and and if there is regionals and sectionals is going to be dual meets. Okay. So, and I know there's even a few dual meets that are canceled already because. Yeah. Teams don't have enough wrestlers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right now, you know, and, and there's five or six dual meets scheduled, as far yeah. as I know. So, but what do you do, Larry? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, it's and bad. it's too bad. You know, Nilsel's, you know, going to have a pretty decent team. They're going to fill young wrestlers. should fill all the weights this year. Uh, uh, but next year's another year also because there's only going to be two seniors wrestling this year. So, okay. you know, and you got that sophomore class, which is going to fill probably 10 or 11 weights this year. So, so. Yeah. So. There's always next year. Yeah. So yeah. we're hoping anyway. Yeah. yeah I so. talked to Scott Bryant today and he said, uh, you know, he goes up to practice and sees all this talent. Yeah. And he's just a little sick that, yeah. you know, these kids aren't going to get a chance to shine as, as yeah. what he thinks they could. They've, they've scheduled some um, duels. They've scheduled a duel against Medford and I believe one against GET Melrose. So okay. they've scheduled duels there. So they're doing what they can. So they're doing what they can. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's tough because yeah. of the contact. And, and, and yeah, uh, the WIA has said you have a dual meet and then you can't wrestle for, have another one for seven more days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, take okay. so many days yeah. off and yeah, there's, there's that, a lot that, of stipulations really, and, on wrestling. Yep. Yeah, it's understandable. Right. You right. know, so yeah. and especially now with the way things are going. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I feel bad for those kids. Yeah. And, yeah. and they get you know, what also makes them feel bad is they see us pretty much having a full season. Right. And they get so much taken away from yeah. them. Yeah. And yeah. uh it's just hard to it's hard to Yeah. But again, it's understandable in, in the yeah. situation. Yeah, you know, it's just what their sport is. You know, it's a high risk sport. It there's is. no there's no yeah. doubt about it. You know, um, football came through pretty good. Yep. You know, not bad, but uh, still could have. You know, who knows? But uh, all right, it's the way it is. It's high risk sport. All right, that'll do it for uh, this week on Two Guys on Sports. Thanks for joining us, yep. Mike. Thank you. Good luck on the season. Thanks. And uh, hopefully, we'll get you back here maybe uh, mid season. See how yeah. things are going. That would be great. All right, that's two guys on sports for today. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. We'll talk to you again next week.